Somebody call for the queens. Welcome back, queens and kings. Welcome, welcome. Hey, but it's the remix this time. It's the remix too. Oh, shit. It's the remix, baby. Because I was definitely about to sing some problematic music. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we switching it up this episode. We are going completely unscripted, okay? Woo. Um, because me and JJ, we be having podcast episodes and our normal ass conversations, but we just don't ever record them. And then after the fact, we'd be like, "Damn, we should have recorded that." So we should have just recorded it, bro. This time we say, "Okay, let's just let's let's just hop on and do it, bro," because and see what happens. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Without further ado, a recap. I want to know, JJ, what you been watching lately? What you, hey, what you been tuning into? Y'all know I always be watching a whole bunch of damn anime. I know, like, at one point I was watching back, like, HBO, HBO like, originals and stuff. Like, I think I had watched Gossip Girl at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, the new version of Gossip Girl. But I don't know. Like, I just keep, I always just What'd you think myself, of it? What'd you think of it? I mean... I don't have a huge history with Gossip Girl as my childhood either. I didn't really like. <sighs> it seemed interesting. I'm <laughs> glad like a little bit, a little bit more diversity than the first, the originals. <laughs> yeah, there's that. that. That was honestly all they did have. <laughs> Yikes! It seemed a lot. I don't it know. It was. And then at first I was like, how are these bitches always going out to drink? And then I think like apparently they were in like the UK or something. I don't know. But they 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 18, 17 having drinks. Bro, they in New York. Oh, I didn't know that shit. They so in how New are York, these people so... that have drinks? <laughs> Bro, that's how I'd be feeling every time those TV shows be based off of high school kids' lives and they just yeah. be going to bars and shit drinking. Like I'm like right. So 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 every everyone just goes to this bar that doesn't card and give alcohol to underage kids on a daily basis. Okay, that's really interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. But wait, but, but what else you've been watching though, bro? I watched uh, Future Diary. It's an anime. Um, it's on Crunchyroll. I'm never gonna delete it from my Crunchyroll subscription. Never. They got the best. And I like sub and dub, but I did do dub for this. And I know I have a whole bunch of people throwing imaginary darts at me, but I did do dub for this uh, show because I don't know. I didn't feel like reading subtitles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro, like, honestly, ain't nothing wrong with that. I ain't judging, bro, because <laughs> don't nobody have time. It's just, there's a certain uh, level and amount of focus yeah. you have to have. And I didn't have it then to watching subbed anime like yeah bro and i could do it for so long like i'm sad because the new season of my hero academia is out and it's all sub and i'm like i haven't even gotten a chance to watch any of the new season because i'm like i don't i don't mentally have the energy to read subtitles again i don't blame you hey but i heard this new season of my hero they just throwing hands Bro, because the end of the fourth season, that's all, or was the fifth season. The end of the last season, 
that's all they were doing was throwing hands. And I was like, finally, bro, because there was like that awkward lead up to yes. where it, it, it was the training arc, I guess. Very I don't slow. know. Very it was slow. a lot of other shit going on. It was very slow. And yeah. I'm like, okay, when it's going to pick up? <laughs> when it's going to pick up quick? Damn. Because I'm going to put it down and never pick it back up. I don't know. But I'm watching Future Diary and I don't know if there's going to be a season two. I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be a season two because of the way it ended. I was not satisfied. I was actually really annoyed. But, what is it about? Um, so it's about the it's about this kid, right? He mm -hmm. always high school students for some reason. They're always either in high school or middle school. And then I would be seeing they middle schoolers and I'm like, are y'all sure these niggas is in middle school? Because these niggas be looking old as hell with beards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bro. And they be sitting there like, ha, ha, ha. Like, they be sitting there. <laughs> they be sitting there like, I'm ready to slay everybody. Nigga, are you 13 or 18? Which one is it? So it starts with this one kid, right? He's like always, he has this physical diary. And the reason why I'm saying physical, I'll get into in a second. But he has this physical diary where he's writing down, like, everything that's around him. Like, he's writing down observation he makes of people. He's very shy kid, secluded, you know, typical shit, you know, when you're getting hyped up to meet some crazy-ass people later on this season. This is a very slow start. Okay. Um, actually, Slow not burn. Really, yeah, but actually not really that slow. I take that back, because in the first episode, niggas is killing niggas. So, okay. he's writing down his diary, everything that he sees, and, like, every time, like, he gets home from school. He always just kind of sits and he puts his blanket over himself and he imagines this imaginary world. And in the imaginary world, there's this God. He is basically telling him like, oh, I'm the God of like this reality that you created and shit like that. So like he's telling the God like, uh, I just want to, you know, I want like some of the things to happen to me in life to be exciting. Like he's basically complaining about like his life and stuff like that. So the next day, he um is you know diddling in his diary then he's like on his actual phone and on his phone it starts giving him entries as if he put the entries in and it's giving him entries of a murder that is about to happen and then he goes to the news and he sees the exact same murder so he's like i'm going crazy like there's no freaking way i entered any of these entries of this murder that just happened so he goes to school and he's like kind of losing it because then his his phone diary starts like updating everything that's about to happen right before he does it. Like, oh, I'm about to walk into the class and sit down or, oh, somebody's about to knock their paper off the table or, oh, da, 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 da. Because granted, remember, he writes entries, actual diary entries by himself, just observing people. But mm -hmm. these are not entries that he wrote himself. They're just popping up on his phone. So after a while, he's like, what the hell? And then there's this girl that never says anything to him. She finally turns back and gives him this look, like a very sharp look. And it scares him because he's like, what the fuck? Like, why is she What you at looking me? at? Because why are you looking at me, right? It's a lot of weird shit going on. A lot of weird shit, girl. What you know? Not, it's, it's a very crazy show. And it turns out, like, he's been given a diary. It's what you call a future diary. And he basically has to battle all of these other diary users okay. in order to be to take over this god that was in his fake reality is actually a real reality and he's actually the god one of the gods of the universe okay, okay, okay. Don't, don't, don't 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 spoil it too much for me because yeah. i might actually watch it <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. So so okay. That sounds interesting. It's really it's a really good show. (laughs) (laughs) I was very much I enjoyed it, and I really hope you can watch it, bro, because it's only about. Each episode is about 30 minutes. Um, and I think it's less than 30 episodes, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a quick, I mean, we can binge it hella longer episodes than that. So it's a quick binge. Okay. If you want it to binge. That ain't no problem. I'm a pro binger over here. Okay. No for so, real. So what about you, bro? What show you been into? What show I've been into? Um, because you know, I've been watching hella shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. House of Dragon just ended. Um, it was a finale. So that was like the prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh. On I HBO. The Game of Thrones. Um, I got into Game of Thrones like a few years ago. Um, and I was really fucking with it in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um the way that, that last season ended, I mean People already know, like, the, the true Game of Thrones fans, we know it intercept. It was trash. Um, so when they came out with House of Dragon, which is, like, the prequel to Game of Thrones. So, so okay, t- t- to put it into perspective. So it all starts with these main kingdoms, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the hierarchy, the highest niggas at the very tip top are these pale, white-haired niggas called the Targaryens. They run this shit. Um, Because not only are they at the top, but they also control and ride dragons, like like fire-breathing dragons. Mm. And it's like, they can't burn from dragon fire like like it's 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 a lot of like mystical stuff there's like a mystical element to it a little bit not gonna lie um but so essentially like it's this ruling family Mm -hmm. and of course when you on top there's gonna be niggas scheming right Niggas always and that's exactly what happened bro so like the um prequel Kind of just because it began um, with essentially in Game of Thrones, it's after the fall of the Targaryen kingdom. So we already know shit ain't gonna last for these niggas because <laughs> what happened later on in Game of Thrones. Um, so this season of House of Dragon just gives us the opportunity to just kind of like see the story of the Targaryens and what exactly leads up to that fall that we know is coming mm-hmm. um and so like i mean it is based off of the book series but i haven't read the books but i've heard that it is really not going by the books and mm-hmm. um it's a good and a bad thing because like one thing about them like i'm team Rhaenyra. okay she's the princess She's a princess, and uh, her dad is the king, but he's low-key a weak-ass king, and mm-hmm. niggas realize that because his own brother uh, always felt like he should have been the king, um, uh, so there's already kind of like a level of animosity there um, right. that they've always just kind of, <laughs> okay, I see you, nigga, um, <laughs> but know your place. And then um, the daughter... The king could not have like any other kids. Like he didn't have any other kids with his first wife, the queen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because the queen was giving birth and didn't end up dying. Oh. Um, and that baby didn't live either. Right. So um it had came up. This nigga gonna need an heir. Cause he was already kind of getting up there in age. And they like, okay, bro, what you gonna do if you know you ain't having no son? Cause it was definitely based off of uh patriarchal norms okay um so at first you know his brother who was already like yeah nigga i know i deserve to be on the iron throne um yeah. was like yeah big bro gonna give it to me nah that, that wasn't the case he was definitely like mm, actually i'm gonna give it to my daughter so and i know uh y'all niggas don't respect the idea of a queen running this shit yeah but i said what i said and I meant it. Um, so like bow down you. or you go basically get dropped um, for right. reason. So <laughs> you go um, basically get dropped, period. For treason. And so essentially it just kind of follows like the storyline of their lives. Bitch, and already off the bat, niggas was deceitful. She had a friend that was from another like high family high ruling family now again targaryens they on the tip top right so every other nigga below them so below them is this family called the high towers and Mm -hmm. um the high towers the girl's father served as the right hand to the king okay Mm -hmm. and so his daughter was the same age as the princess rhaenyra so okay. automatically they grew up together. They have a close friendship relationship. They like sis- sisters. Loki, I thought they was gonna make them a love interest because at first they kind of hinted at romantic, but like I don't know. They didn't <laughs> explore that further. It was a lot of time jumps too later on in the season. But um, yeah. So then that nigga Otto, that's her daddy, the right hand. He was scheming right away um, and was essentially trying to run the king mm. and the king being a weak ass nigga he fell for that shit um because he his wife had just died in childbirth even though he already named his daughter being the heir right these niggas was like nah you're gonna have to get remarried and start having more kids what Okay. And at first, there was these other niggas. And these were, like, actually, like, <laughs> niggas. Like, they were oh. the only niggas I've seen in um, Game of Thrones <laughs> called the Valerians. And they're, like, distant relatives to the Targaryen family. Okay. So, and one thing about the Targaryens, the history of it is they are incest. So, it was, like, uncles and... uh cousins and mothers and brothers having kids together and marrying each other um in their family history okay that's 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 a good thing to know um just because and none of the kids had issues sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry um but then 
So the Valer the Valerians, they're distant relatives to uh, the Targaryen family because they also have white hair. Um, the Valerian king is married to a princess who was also the Targaryen king's, is it his sister? Cousin. What? Cousin. She was his cousin. Yeah. Um, See. <laughs> and so at first they were like, okay, bro, like, you know, we got the same blood. We come from the same uh, family tree. So we might as well do like our ancestors. You go ahead and marry my daughter. Yeah. I know she's like 12 right now, but y'all don't have to have kids till she like 14. Yeah, it was wild as fuck. Um, so, but the king was like, I don't know. <laughs> Even though that would be the smartest choice because not only would they be keeping um, essentially the bloodline pure, um, pure, also the Valerian king also is in control of like a fleet of ships so anytime there's like any threat of war or some shit that nigga handling like he dead in that shit right away right um so it's like bro you will also automatically be doubled up on security yeah hmm but the right hand was whispering in this nigga's ear like yeah i know this don't make sense but i think it actually would be smarter for you to marry my daughter Okay. And that nigga actually did it. That nigga actually did it. She was like 15 at the time. Uh, and the whole thing was while Otto was, by the time Otto suggested to the king to marry his daughter, mm -hmm. he had already told his daughter like, hey, so what I'm gonna need you to do before I suggest this to the king, so you know we know he gonna be on our side. Go ahead and seduce this nigga for a couple of weeks. You know his wife just died. He a little lonely. Spend some time with him, um, so that way like he'll be more open to marrying you instead of doing some other shit. So my plan can uh, unfold the way I planned it to. Um, so she did, and the king ended up marrying her. She hid it from Rhaenyra, the princess, her best friend. Um, so when it came out, Rhaenyra was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> especially after, because once Rhaenyra accepted, like, okay, I'm the heir. And she started seeing how niggas started acting different around her. She was like, okay, no, I need to take this shit serious. Yeah. Um, and then also she found out about the prophecy. So in Game of Thrones, these niggas ended up fighting these, uh, there's like the Night King and the White Walkers, which was these like weird ass creatures. <laughs> Um, made out of ice and shit. I don't know. Not made out but, of um, ice. But there's like a war called Fire and Ice or a prophecy that was based on the war of Fire and Ice and apparently originated from the Targaryens. So the prophecy was only known. It was like a secret that was passed down from each king, Targaryen king. Okay. So since the king had already believed and named Princess Rhaenyra as his heir, he told her about the prophecy. Cause so he was like, Yeah, I'm dead ass serious. So uh you need to know what the fuck is going on. Um, I don't know. My daddy told me, and I'm telling you at this Okay, point. period. Okay. So uh once she, you know, got that information, she was like, Okay, yeah, I'm about to start taking this shit serious. Um, I know it's kind of weird, like you gonna have to marry my my distant cousin or some shit. But I mean, honestly, it would work out. 
we having a real conversation right now, I think it'll work out for the best of the kingdom. So I ain't going to be mad at it. So when they had the meeting, she thinking, okay, yeah, he finna make the announcement. No, that nigga was like, I'm actually going to marry your friend. And then she was like, what the fuck? So that already started like a rift between them, bitch. Fast forward. (sighs) They become grown. Old girl, the princess Rhaenyra, she's sexually attracted to her uncle. Came like came onto this nigga. This nigga didn't want to fuck her, so then she ended up fucking her knight, and that nigga caught feelings, um, and was like, "Hey, like we can run off together. I know I'm poor and everything, um, but I love you, and we can explore our love on a distant island." And she was looking at him like, "Nigga, I'm a fucking queen to be. Why the fuck would I run off to be with you?" She ain't shit for that though. And, but afterwards, she was like, but in the meantime, we could still fuck, though. And then he was like, so you want me to be a whore? And she looked at him like, nigga, that's what I said. So. <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said. You said what I um, said. Anyways, but that nigga wasn't trying to hear that. So, um, fast forward. It was another time jump. There was a rumor that had came out that her and her uncle was intimate. And so niggas was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Her dad was already pissed because he was like, nigga, like, you just want to take the throne away from me. So that's why you made a pass in my daughter and shit. And then her friend, who again went behind her back and was scheming and seduce and scheme on the king um, and is now the queen because she's married to him and was popping mm-hmm. out babies. Um, she was upset because she was like, why didn't you tell me? Because when she asked her about it, she was like, hey, bro, I heard you uh, was fucking on your uncle. Is that true? And a girl was like, nah, why the fuck would you believe that? Like, girl, the notion that you would even approach me with this, that's treason. Um, <laughs> I'm screaming. And so, oh, girl was like, okay, no, you're right. Like, that is actually very wild. Um, and she was like, so who you gonna believe? Some niggas that you don't even know talking shit about your girl? Or are you gonna believe me, your best friend, in front of the fucking sacred tree? And so, a girl was like, you're right, you're right. I'm tripping. I got you. But then it came out later on that like, she found out that she was lying. And so a girl felt like she was betrayed um, because a girl didn't tell her the truth. But in actuality, I feel like in hindsight, when they got older, because this girl held this grudge for 10 years. Um, <laughs> I felt like in hindsight, she really was upset because Princess Rhaenyra really got to do whatever the fuck she wanted with no consequences. Um, yeah. Because in that 10 year span, she uh, was married off to one of the Valerian princes. Um, who again was a nigga. Yeah. With white hair. And she also has white hair. That's like the telltale sign of a Targaryen. All their kids was coming out with dark hair and they was white as fuck. So everyone was like, they bastards. So, <laughs> so, they bastards. They bastards. So, um, 
Damn, I'm not watching the show because I got. Bro, that's why I'm explaining it to you because I know you wouldn't watch it. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, as soon as you start saying niggas was having sex with uncles and cousins, I was like, where? How we get here? And is this how the Game of Thrones is? Do they be having the same thing? They be having sex with uncles and cousins? Uh, well, it was actually a brother and sister that was fucking with each other in Game of Thrones. So, um, yeah, incest is definitely a common theme here. But, um. Yeah, bro. After that, sis held that grudge for like 10 years, kept throwing up in her face any chance she got. She like, I know them kids, not uh, your husbands. They got dark hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, that's they look true. like yo knight, actually. That's Mr. very strong. True. Meanwhile, she popping out some other kids. And so everyone's like, even though the king never denounced that uh, Princess Rhaenyra was his heir mm -hmm. and was in row or in tow to replace him on the throne mm -hmm. um she did end up having a son and so everyone was like okay well clearly now that you got a son he gonna be the king he the heir the rightful heir and the king was like no it's still Rhaenyra so okay I don't know so, so in, that, you, in that time jump what did you like Rhaenyra because I don't know like it's from her, all I'm hearing, she seemed like a controversial figure. Very much. <laughs> I mean, I liked her versus most of the other female characters. The uh, only other character that I would have liked more, they killed her off in the same episode they introduced her in. I was. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, essentially. Bitches was mad because a girl got to do whatever the fuck she wanted and got to be a hoe while she was taking um, rotten dick from the king because that nigga literally was like dying from inside out. Um, like he had open lesions and shit. It was really nasty. Um, and didn't have control of her life because also her dad was controlling her every move and shit because he really wanted power. Um, so that caused it a drift between them. Everything escalated. Um, the kids started, you know, tussling with one another. Um, which even though, and I will say this, every single one of her kids that she had were are bitches. Um, oh, Lord. Cause Aegon, the one that everyone's talking about, he's the rightful king. That nigga's like a psychopath rapist. Like he okay. he raped all of the servant girls and she every time it was brought to her attention, she would give the girls like this tea, which basically gave them an abortion and paid them to stay quiet. What? Um, her other son is a bitch ass nigga. He stole the dragon after the funeral of the mother of the two kids who that dragon was supposed to go to. And the dragon was like the largest dragon in the land like the entire like right universe in their minds um so he stole that dragon in the middle of the night after the funeral once they found that out they woke their cousins up like hey someone stole my mama's dragon that bitch barely just got in the fucking dirt let's get up we finna fight we finna scrap so yeah. when niggas was about it they was okay cool so they got up and found that nigga they was tussling. He picked up a rock like he was about to bust somebody's head. Um, so one of the kids got a knife and took his eye out. And so when that happened, the queen was like, 
your bastard ass sons took an eye, so I want one of your kids' eyes. And Rhaenyra was like, looking at the, the king like, dad, get your bitch. And the king was like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Wait. again, that girl did no wrong in her daddy's eyes. That nigga was always, and people are like, bro, like, those aren't even true Targaryen kids. And he was just like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I'll get your head right now for saying that shit. Nigga. That's what the, that's what the, uh, the And she was, was over there like, I want to get one of her kids. Right, so she got the knife and she ended up stabbing Princess Rhaenyra. And in my head, I was sitting here like, okay, that bitch deserved to die. I don't care if she the queen. Yeah. He attacked the heir to the throne. Yeah. Because, again, that nigga never said he was going to give it to that other little nasty-ass so, boy. So this queen that stabbed her, that that they used to be best friends, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Look at how far we've fallen. Bro. Damn. Bro, and that shit just got worse and worse <laughs> and worse. And that bitch really showed her ass by the end. Um, I'm going to keep tuning in, though. <laughs> I'm going to keep tuning in, though. Like... I know you like, bro, this sounds crazy as fuck. <laughs> like, but like, I just I'm, like seeing it unfold because I'm like, bro, you I, you really would think it would be about more than just really this girl. Her friend was really mad because this girl got to be a hoe and she couldn't. Like, that's really what it comes down to, bro. Because I'm yeah. like, if you want to sit here and talk about betrayal, girl, you were seducing her daddy at 15 years old, right after her mama died from giving birth to her yeah. little brother. Who also died in the process. Um, but you expected forgiveness. So why are we like why are we holding on to this? Because to be honest, if that was really me for real, I would have been like, it's on site every time I see you, no matter Bro, what. Bro, and I'm like, in the next season, I really do hold like the way that the season ended, I think girl, like Princess Rhaenyra, finally gonna come to her senses and unleash the wrath on these niggas. Cause honestly, that's what they deserve. Because after everything that happened, like, the king ended up dying. These niggas, like, moved into the castle, took that shit over. They talking about true Targaryen ruler and all this shit. And yet everything in the fucking castle is high-towered green and shit. This girl wore green. And the Targaryen colors is red and black. But the whole family wearing green. So what's really going on? I'm like... This is intense. Fucking for real. BFFR. Like, I'm not going to watch it, but I'll definitely tune in for you to continue giving me reviews like this because I was definitely paying attention. <laughs> like, I, bro, I'm I, like, bro, I might make a YouTube and just start uh, retelling and summarizing shows and movies. <laughs> bro. Because you really seemed invested. I was really invested. Yeah. I was really invested. All I know is at the end of the day, Game of Thrones sound like a lot, but I mean, I think we would all be here for a YouTube channel dedicated to you doing reviews, Brie. So <laughs> I would be looking and I would guest star as the live audience reaction every time. Bro, I'm like, honestly, I'm like, bro, this, hey, TQC, uh, YouTube, we gonna do it. No, because I actually really love hearing, and maybe that's another thing for some reason. Sometimes, this might sound weird. Sometimes I like hearing people review movies more than the actual movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I be liking that too. I, I be liking whenever, uh, like, there are breakdowns. <laughs> like, people would make breakdowns of certain TV shows and movies. Kind of essentially like what I did, but I feel like 
I make it a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, because you you talk like you like realize this is how you talking like you ain't talking like you're one of these like movie. Bro, critics. yeah, because they be over there trying to be like be political politically correct and shit like, nah, it's about yeah. betrayal i'm like nah bro Those. sis is really mad because she didn't get to have a whole phase and she looking at her friend like that one spongebob meme whenever squibber looking outside at spongebob and patrick running out that's yeah. how the sit like that's how sis <laughs> felt that's how she felt for 10 fucking years bro and this is the and i made her want to stab somebody i'm like bro it's really not that serious this is the reaction like, this is the review we're looking for <laughs> <laughs> bro, because I, I listened to this one lady. Her name is Stephanie Sue. Oh, I love her, bro. I oh, love yes. all of her mukbangs, her freaking reviews. But she also has a separate channel called, I think, Miss Mango Butt. And then she she has multiple, that girl make a bang. She has multiple podcasts. And one of them is Midnight Mango. And she was reviewing uh, this movie called The Black Phone. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It's The Black Phone. And one of the stars in there is Ethan Hawke, I believe. So the cool thing about The Black Phone this is going mean, to definitely be a spoiler alert if y'all ain't never seen a movie, but the cool thing about the Black Phone, like the director and I think writer, is Stephen King's son. Okay. Yes, the, the freaking honorable Stephen King. Is it really good? It's really good, bro. Okay. It's like really good. Black Phone, okay. And it's crazy because I, I'm not a whole bunch into horror, but I'll, I'll sit down and listen to some horror, watch a horror movie, and it's about this boy who, like, it's back in, like, a true Stephen King family fashion. It's, like, back in the day. And it's about this boy who, um, he's living in these times where it's, like, mass scare because there's this person called the Grabber who grabs children, specifically oh. young boys. Like, like when they outside playing and shit or, like, out they bed, like, like a boogie bed? That nigga, that nigga, like when they outside, he'll come up with a black van, or is it a white van and black balloons? It's a van, and then why the balloons? That just sound like a lot. It's creepy, bro. It's it like like I'm telling you, the balloons creep you out. Like, like the balloons be inside the van. Yeah, it like so okay. so the the van will come up. Let's say one of your like a boy like riding down the bike. The van will come up, and it'll look like I guess like the man needs help or something. And then as soon as like the person is trying, like the boy is trying to help or bend over, he snatches them in there. Mm-hmm. And he and he puts um like a specific covering over their face. I think it's called it's a chemical that knocks people out. And um once he kidnaps them, he gets a bundle of black balloons and leaves it at the place. And it's essentially signifying this person is about to be dead. Like this is the black balloons. This is the funeral. And it's so creepy because the main character and his sister, and I would say there's a few main characters actually, they both have like a family history of different type of abilities, but okay. their dad wants them to not, I guess, entertain these abilities because it's what kind of made their mom go a little insane. So he beats them into submission a lot. Like he's very abusive to them, but it's crazy because- But they have powers. Right. Like they have like some type of psychic okay. powers to the other realm, like to, to the spiritual realm. And it's crazy because, bro, you have different emotions for the dad, though, bro. Because you're like, bro, why are you beating your kids? And then you'll see different sides of him where he's like this drunk and he's depressed because 
he doesn't want his kids to end up dying. So he like thinks is the only way is to like scare them into not using their powers because that like he doesn't want to lose them. But it's like, nigga, that's not how you do that. And so eventually the main boy, so it's all of his friends that end up getting like kidnapped, right? Like or, one like, by one. Yeah. And some of them might not be his friends. He, he might just know them. And so him and his sister are walking. And like the, the thing about it is his sister, so they have two different powers. His sister sees dreams and of the people who die. And then he gets visited by the dead people. Yeah, it, it gets crazy. So, so then after that happened, like, 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 was there ever a moment to where the sister had a dream and then the person died and that person died and they visited the brother. And so then him and his sister linked up and kind of compared notes or some shit. Well, or was she trying to tell him beforehand so they could try to stop it or some shit? So one of those is kind of like in theory, they did have to technically work together because the nigga, the, the damn brother ended up getting kidnapped. Oh, he was shit. about to, because he saw this. Did she dream about it? Bro, he, she, she has to work with her dreams to find out where this nigga is getting kidnapped. But as she's working with her dreams to find out, he's getting visited by all the dead boys to try to help him escape. Like, they're talking to him. They're like, we tried this. This didn't work for us. Maybe it'll work for you. But okay. It gets crazy. But the scary part is the boys, when they visit him, they visit them in, in their dead forms. So hmm. they visit them and like, so let's say I got ran over by a car and I visit you, but I'm how I look after I got ran over by the car. It looks mm -hmm. Very gory. Like, were um, they all murdered different ways? Yes. Oh, damn. They were all murdered different ways. And so it's, like, gory? It's it's a little gory. But okay. it's not... I don't think you'll get scared, bro. Because it's not... It's, there's a few jump scares, but not too bad. Mm -hmm. And um, it's crazy because everybody knows the different details, right? Everybody knows, like, oh, the, the killerly black balloon. So imagine this little boy, the main character. I think his name is Finny. Yeah, Finny, and then there's his sister's name. I forgot what her name is. Um, he, like, is trying to help this man in the van, and then he look in the van, and he said, wait, are those black balloons? And immediately, the guy covers his mouth. And I know, like, he's trying to fight him. He's like, damn, no, I am not trying to die. Like, And it doesn't work. So they call his sister. was like, hey, we haven't seen your brother. And immediately, she's like, oh. Because she um, always ends up going to her friend's house on, like, a specific day and spends the night or, like, or stays there for a while. And so they always walk separately. But what kind of makes me mad, I'm like, why were y'all walking separately knowing that there was a freaking person on the loose grabbing niggas? Bro, because I'm like, at this point, how many kids have died? A lot. It was fine. And, and, and niggas is like, damn. Another one went missing. Another one was found dead. All right, I'm about to go for this walk, though. Right. And meanwhile, the sister, like the police, I guess, are um, thinking that the sister knows something about all of these deaths because there was an incident a couple years ago where she was trying to explain, like you were saying, she was trying to explain, I think this boy's going to go missing and nobody believed her. So now the police is like, we need to get the sister in to see what the hell she knows but the dad is like don't say shit because if y'all get taken away from me like we're all screwed so it's like so many forces working against them but once her brother go missing she's like i don't really care what you say dad so she goes up to him 
afraid that he's going to beat her because he'd be beating her ass specifically because she has the exact... What's really similar between her and her mom is her mom also had dreams. Like, Finny is similar because he has some type of connection to the spiritual world, but she specifically has dreams like her mom did. So her dad beats her ass the most. And he's like... And she's telling him, she's like, Dad... And he's like in one of his drunk moods and he's like, she, he's like, yeah. And she's like, I have a question about my dreams or I need to tell you about my dreams. And he immediately stiffens up like, I'm about to beat the shit out just because she told me she had another dream. And she's like, I need you to hear me out. Finn is missing. I think my dreams can help. And you just see him visibly just like lose everything. He's just like, he doesn't beat her. He's like, all right. And so the next scene, you see them going house by house to see if she can find. Because in one of her dreams, it came to her that he was in a type of house. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you see in the next scene, they're going house by house to see if it's the house in her dreams. But meanwhile, they can't really tell much to the police because the police ain't going to believe that shit. They, they never believe supernatural shit. <laughs> Look what happened to the, the kids of Stranger Things. They never believed them. <laughs> so, you know, they don't believe that. Hey, except Joyce. Shit. I'm going to go to my grave believing everything these kids tell me. And I believe, and I respect her for that. So they're going and as they're going with all these police officers, there's another round of police officers doing their own separate investigation. And so, yeah, and as everybody's going house to house, there's a separate police team that's um, going house to house as well. And during one of the houses to houses that the separate police team went to they find this guy weird weird guy like this guy who like reaches out to them and is like coked out and he has these red lines everywhere like i think that it's these are where i think that the boys might be like like a like a okay, person okay. who takes true crime too seriously and tries yeah to yeah and he's trying to solve the case and shit right this guy's gonna come in to play he the crazy part about it is if they would have just heard the guy out and maybe even swept his house, they probably would have been able to save a lot of searching. Okay. The guy, that guy was not the killer. But he knew who it was. Even though he didn't know who it was. He knew who it was, but he didn't know who know who it was. What? So, it ended up being this nigga brother. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, where was his brother this whole time? His brother was the one kidnapping niggas. And in one of the scenes, you see Finn talking to his kidnapper because the guy wears this crazy freaky mask. Like, it looks freaking... Ugh. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just a really creepy mask. Damn. So you mean to tell me, like, the brother that was trying to solve the case, <laughs> whole time the actual kidnapper and murderer of these kids was looking at his brother put together the case like, damn, that's crazy, nigga. You, are, you way off. Yeah. He probably yeah. Like, let me throw this nigga a hint. Just because. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> that's because, crazy. And that's funny that you said that because one of the things his brother was getting confused about was, why are all the kidnappers, why are all the kidnappings around my house? Like around our neighborhood, that's really weird. 
I don't know. I don't know why he didn't just because the nigga would keep the kids in their basement. And how the brother not ever as if it was a soundproof basement or something. Like but you get a glimpse kind of into their childhood. I think what I think happened is like maybe they were raised and their dad abused them and locked them in that basement because every time the other brother would walk past the basement, he'd get scared at the basement. Like he didn't even want to go near it. So that's a great place to hide the kids because this nigga has trauma. He not going to come down here. That's fucking crazy. And this nigga also had a freaking vicious ass dog, which context clues, bro, because when the police first arrived to that house to hear about the crazy brother's ideas, there was a really crazy barking dog. And that same dog had took parts in killing some of the kids for like a vicious attack. Like that's anyway. So go back to the sister and she's looking into these different dreams. Um, She's like, okay, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. They go to one of the houses and like they, they basically end up leaving a dead end. They're like, bro, this house, this house has nothing to do with Finn. Like, what the heck? So we go back to her brother who's kidnapped. Every time he hears like um, there's like a little phone that's disconnected in the basement and it rings sometimes. And so Finny is like, oh snap, like I'm about to get help. And the kidnappers like, don't even bother. That phone never rings. I used to be down here sometimes, and it would ring and scare the hell out of me, too. Nigga, fuck you. Yeah, he was like, back when I was a kid, I was down here. So I think that their dad may have, like, traumatized them, did things to them, and then kept them down there as punishment. Because even when, like, um, the kidnapper's kidnapping people, he'll say such them, like, don't be a naughty boy or you'll get punished. Like, he wants you to play this naughty boy game, and then he ends up killing you anyways. Um, and one of them, one of the boys, he ended up accidentally calling him Johnny, I guess as if that's maybe his name and he was reliving like a traumatic event. Um, and so Finney's like, man, this phone is disconnected, ain't gonna ring. So the phone's ringing here and there. And he's like, why does this phone just ring all the time? It's creepy. It's creeping me out. So one of the times he just is like, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna pick it up, picks it up. And like, you hear a distant Finn and it's his sister. It's boy number one who died. And he's like, he's he's like, calling from the dead. Yeah. And he's like, who is this? And he's like, I don't remember my name. And each boy that calls him on the phone tells him he, that they don't really remember who they are. They just, how you know me then? <laughs> so Finny get mad at the while because he's like, okay, well, who are you? And then so each of the boys are telling him what they did to escape. So they try to make him do the same things, right? Mm-hmm. So each time it fails, it fails. And one of the times, you know, he got in trouble with the kidnapper because I think, like, the kidnapper tried to notice that he probably tried to escape and he, like, punched the shit out of him or whatever. And so he's like, bro, should I keep answering these calls? They're going to get me killed quicker. So the last call he answers is this guy, I think, named Vance. No, that's the second to last call. And the guy is basically like, this is going to be the worst day of your life or whatever, blase, blase. But it connects because as Vance is talking to him through the phone, his sister's having a dream about Vance and she's watching him get um, pulled away in a car. So the sister's dreaming about Vance as Vance is talking to Finney through the phone. And he's like, this is going to be the worst day of your life right here, right here, right now you're going to die. 
But as Vance is saying right here to Finney, Finney's only hearing him say right here, like, damn, Finney's like, yeah, I'm about to die. But his sister is seeing that Vance is pointing to a house, and he's like, right here, right here. As if Vance is trying to tell his sister, this is the house, come get this nigga, like, come help him out. Bro, like, it just gives you goosebumps. And so, <laughs> and so he's like, okay. So the whole time Finney is trying to redo the ways they try to escape, he leaves each failed attempt there. And at the very last, and this one was so sad because the very last call he did, it was his actual friend. Because the rest of them, they were kind of his friends, but not really. He just kind of knew of them. And one of them, they weren't really his friends at all. And it was his actual friend. And he was like, I didn't get a chance to kill this MFR for killing all of us, but you're going to do it. Remember what I told you last time? You got to stick up for yourself eventually. So we're going to kill them together. And you take a look at the room and each filled attempt made kind of like a little puzzle, like a escape room to make the final escape. So Finney, so, so his, his friend was teaching him how to like, cause he, while he's on the phone with them, he actually sees them too as well. So his friend is teaching him how to like throw hands and stuff. And he's like, when this nigga come down here, my nigga, you gonna fuck this nigga up, period. He gonna fall into all these traps we helped create. <laughs> and so, and so, Bro finally came down there and as the kidnapper is finally coming down there old girl finally knows where the house is because Vance is saying right here right here while yeah. talking to Finney, but also talking to old girl so she's mm-hmm. like oh, I don't know where the house is so she's like let's get in the car we go find this nigga house so they driving get into the house get into the house get into the house and um it's like this whole lead of like bro because the kidnapper is like this is the last day anyway because Vance meant this is gonna be the rest of your life in two different ways like Finney, if you don't get out of here, this is going to be the day you die. And also, he was saying, it's going to be the worst day of your life to the kidnapper. Because you about to die if this shit work. So he meant it two ways. So the kidnapper come down, whatever. And the kidnapper has this dog. The dog that kind of helps AIDS in some of the killings. Uh It was like, you are being a naughty boy and I want to take my time with you. I want to kill you slowly, blah, blah, blah. I'm just talking big shit, you know what I'm saying? And so... You all this and ever this. The dog is right here on the leash, and then it's like if if as soon as he give him the go ahead, he gonna tear Finn apart. He gonna eat him. So Finn, with all of the traps that was made, was successful in making the kidnapper fall into this hole. It was like this whole contraption he made. It was giving Home Alone. You know when he made that whole long contraption. Mm-hmm. It was this whole contraption he made with all of the last dead boys. Um, all the dead boys felt the Sims. And then this nigga said, then, then this nigga started punching him, like punching the shit out of him. And then he strangled him to death and said, you ain't going to kill nobody ever again. And then you see all the boys like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to meet you, nigga. Mm-hmm. Hell. And so Finney puts the phone, the phone that is not supposed to be connected up to the boy, up to the man, that the kidnapper. And you hear all the boys saying, yeah, nigga, like, yeah, you dead. This going to be the worst day of your life. All of them that was saying crazy stuff, like, when they first got on the phone with Finn, they were saying it directly to him. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad, because one of the boys, like, he didn't remember much that he who he was, but he remembered playing Finn in one of the baseballs and remember, or one of the baseball games, remember Finn almost beat him because he had, like, a strong arm. And he said that in one of the last posts, like, I knew you would get him. You have a strong arm. Like, that was the only thing you could remember. 
And so they get this nigga, but Finn has one other problem. If this dog gets let loose or if this dog, if Finn tries to go up the stairs, the dog's going to attack him. So he's like, bro, somebody need to come down here and find me. So the girl finally gets to the house or what we think is the house. It ends up not being the house Finn is in. Then what, where the fuck she go? To the house where the boy, where the man buried all the bodies. And then you see, you see her like screaming because she's like, "Bro, it's too late. My bro- brother's dead." Mm. And you see Phil walking down the house exactly next to it. He coming out real happy, like, Did, who, who owned this second home? These niggas own two houses. They own two houses. Who and he killed his brother. House. He killed his brother, by the way. Like, his brother tried to come down there. He, it, he was about to save him before everything. And then the kidnapper was like, man, now you're going to make me kill my brother. And he hacked his head off with an axe. So. So this whole, so that there was a, a like, no one lived. It was an empty house. Yeah, it was Right next house. door where he was dumping all the bodies. <laughs> Who was investigating this? Not good policemen. Because my thing is, if you already knew it's the same neighborhood area where these kids are going missing and coming up murdered, would you not start with every single home in said neighborhood? And shouldn't it not come up that one of these homes happened to be empty? Right. The black phone, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was looking stressed the whole time because I was just like, bro, yeah, I probably wouldn't have watched a movie like that just because, (laughs) just because, bro, I be getting pissed off when I watch movies and they be frustrating me because I'm like, bro. There were so many plot holes because I was like- This is a lot. Like, you doing a lot. (laughs) I was like, y'all didn't say that the basement was soundproof, so how did the boy, even if the nigga had trauma going down in the basement, or how come the police didn't do a search of his house, the brother who was Like, it it, it just sound like everyone was blind (laughs) and running in circles and didn't know what to do, and they weren't, no one had a plan, no one knew what to do. I think the good thing about it was, it was a typical, like, it wasn't one of those things. You know how like good endings and with or like happy endings and with like the killer doing something stupid and not like obviously or obviously letting the person go or just something dumb. It was like a lead up buildup of him making the whole entire basement essentially into an escape room. Okay. With all the dead boys like failed attempts of escaping. That's what I thought was cool. Like I cause you at first you wouldn't know because you're like, why is this nigga Cause at first you're like, why does he keep putting up these ways that he's trying to escape? Ain't this nigga? That's another thing. I was like, why is the kidnapper not noticing all these ways he's trying to escape? Girl, everyone was like, I'm looking past all of this. Yes. Like they was like, watch this, and they just watched it. So. And that was it. But I'm glad that she was able to find. Cause people were saying that the sister. I don't really like the people saying the sister really didn't do much. And I was like, yeah, because essentially Finney saved himself. But at least she was led to where the dead bodies were to give like other parents peace. Okay. I, I, was I, I have one important question. Was. What's I'm question? sorry. I would say I'm kind of mad that she wasn't actually led to where his actual house was and, and just the dead bodies. But hey, I guess we had to figure out where he stored the dead bodies too. So I don't know. 
I just I'm just left with one important question. So did their dad ever get his ass beat? He just hugged them both. <laughs> it was like, bro, oh. what the fuck? <laughs> was like, oh, <laughs> bro, hey, bro, we we start we starting the uh, YouTube page. We gonna start doing the the movie and TV breakdowns because no, we are, bro. Bro, we, we can't wait here to say yeah. We gonna be on script. We gonna have a little conversation, bro. We was explaining all the movies and shit we watched lately, and that's okay. <laughs> Bitches was definitely invested. Bitches was invested, and I will say one thing that I did. What I kept seeing about the movie was that people are wanting a prequel to the kidnapper's life. Like, what made him into this? I don't. I hope it's not as dumb. <laughs> bro, what? This just sounds like niggas was, was trying not to solve the, the puzzle. Y'all let us know in likes, comments, and subscriptions and all types of stuff how many more reviews y'all want us to do. Hey, send us some suggestions, too. Send us some suggestions. We'll hit them hoes. I ain't lying. Okay. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their men to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on, on and tune, tune in. in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.